Thank you for tuning in to the Grace for Purpose podcast, where we are connecting you with the resources and motivation you need to fulfill and protect your purpose. Okay. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in for another Grace for Purpose podcast episode. I have Dr. Gaynor here with us tonight, and she is going to talk to us about her book that will be coming out very soon, Stroke Forward. Dr. Gaynor, she is a mom, she's a wife, she is a community leader, and she is going to tell us all about the things that she has going on. Dr. Gaynor, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, good, good day to you, and thank you for this opportunity. Um, I'm a native Pittsburgher. We relocated to Richmond, Virginia in 2007, and um, uh, we live it down here. Um, okay. My husband and I, um, you know, just enjoy this weather, and so I am an educator, a social worker, and I work with uh, youth and families around uh, mental health okay issues and concerns and um a new grandmother oh congratulations thank you <laughs> yes thank you and so um you know i attended uh college in pittsburgh university of pittsburgh okay. naturally i'm a steelers fan <laughs> and <laughs> and um attended seminary in Pittsburgh as well, Pittsburgh Theological Seminary. And then we moved down here. I went to Virginia Union for my uh, doctorate in ministry degree. Okay, awesome. So I'm from Pennsylvania and I'm an Eagles fan because we're from outside of Philly. So <laughs> that's, that's all good. <laughs> you know how that kind of goes in Pennsylvania. So yes. <laughs> tell us a little bit about the book that you wrote. What inspired you to write your book? What's the title of your book as well? Okay. Uh, the title of the book, Struck Forward, relates to um, what happened to me in 2007. Okay. As I stated, we moved here in 2007, April, and um, I moved here to accept a position with a church. Uh, doing ministry work. I was really excited. My husband was in the process of packing our family up to move down to Richmond. And on April 21st, my life kind of spiraled out okay. of control. I had, I had a, a stroke. I thank God that I am alive. Yes, and the book, yes. So the book title, Struck Forward, Life Beyond Disability, um, talks a little bit about some of my struggles, but I did not let having the stroke uh, stop me from achieving the goals that I had moving to Richmond. And one of those goals was to go and receive my doctorate degree. Okay. So what challenges did you face after your stroke and going forward with receiving your doctorate degree? Well, um, as a new person with a disability, I even though I worked previously with people who had a mental um, illness, which is also a disability, I didn't realize now as a person with a disability, the discrimination okay. that really exists in our society, even in the church and in particular, the black church. 
okay. in terms of not being accommodating, not utilizing people with disabilities, how people look at you differently mm-hmm. if you're walking with a cane, if you have a disability. And so those kind of obstacles uh, became a concern for me okay. to do something about because I am an advocate. I, I'm a social worker and I'm a go-getter. And so I <laughs> always want to help people in addition to helping myself be a better person through this uh, life-changing event. Definitely. Okay, so your stroke, your disability, it didn't stop you. Um, and I know that with this book. So with this book, what what can readers expect to gain from this book? So um, Struck Forward, I talk a little bit about my uh, life prior to this, this stroke. Okay. Uh, living and growing up in Pittsburgh, going to college um, prior to the stroke. And then um, w- when I was in seminary, I was torn as to what I was going to do my research on. And um, initially it was going to be on social work. But then the more I thought about it, I felt that there was a need to educate um, churches and individuals on how to advocate for themselves. So I did my research um, in seminary on disability. And the title of my dissertation is uh, Enlarge the Kingdom, a model for the African-American church to evangelize and utilize individuals with disabilities. Okay. So while writing, did you face any challenges and how did you overcome those challenges? Yes, there were a lot of challenges. Um, I had to learn how to write with my left hand because I was a dominant right-hander. Okay. Um, That was a challenge, taking notes in college, um, just walking because now I had to walk with a cane. Sure. And, you know, continuing to go to therapy to um, build up my um, mobility and walking. So um, it's an ongoing challenge for individuals who have a disability. Um, you're, it's an ongoing, I think, I don't want to say struggle, but it's you know, just an ongoing concern to be con- aware of your health, okay. um, exercise, and get the therapy that you need to be and to be able to do all of the things that you used to do. So there is nothing that I did before that I can't do now. The one right. thing I was really concerned about was driving. Okay. And we had just moved to Richmond and my husband said, you know, Ethel, you're gonna have to learn how to drive. And I didn't want to, I was kind of afraid about driving. Okay. And, you know, he put me in that car. I said, aren't you getting in the car with me? He tells his story. And he says, no, you just <laughs> drive. <laughs> put me in a lot and, you know, let me go. And it took a while for me to gain my confidence okay. in driving. I would drive a, a block, two blocks. Um, then I would drive, you know, downtown Richmond, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour. Okay. Pump. Next thing you know, I'm driving to Williamsburg by myself. Next thing you know, I'm driving to Virginia Beach by myself. Oh, wow. Driving to Ocean City, Maryland for our sister's week with my sisters. So now I'm pretty, you know, I'm, 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 right. I'm, I'm He so took the trainer wheels that. off. Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> and that 
gave me the independence. You know, it's so important to have yeah. that independence to be able to get around and do the things that you want to do okay. on your own. Definitely. And that is a, another struggle for a lot of people with disabilities, not having the transportation to get to okay. places that they need to and having to rely on, you know, others, which is fine. Right. But being independent is important. Right, because you had that independence before. So you want to maintain that, I'm sure. So how, exactly. how um, much did your stroke and your disability impact your family? I mean, you did mention that you have sons, you have your husband, now you have a grandbaby. So how has that impacted your family? Uh, my family has been tremendously supportive of me uh, going back to re obtain, receive my doctor's in ministry. Mm -hmm. And through that process, um, I started a ministry, Divine Destiny Disability Ministry. Um, I can say that maybe the first three years after the stroke, I did not want to go home. I okay. did not want to see anybody. I did not want anybody to see me walking with the cane or okay. to see, you know, me in this uh, condition. But okay. then, you know, I had to realize it's not about me. Right. <laughs> it's not about me. And so once I realized that it was not about me, it was about God using me to do what he has called me to do always. Then I was able to put myself out of the way. I went home for a week, spent time with my family. And now we get together mm -hmm. all the time. I, you know, I don't care. I just go everywhere and do everything okay. I need to do. Because, um, you know, uh, there is, has been, and I found in my research, stigmas associated with people with disabilities, you know, okay. uh, because our society is not... Um, I don't, I want to say not inclusive of okay. people with, and they're not intentional about including people with disabilities. And okay. so they, therefore they don't know how to, you know, approach someone or, you know, may offer to, to help someone, sure. but instead of offering to help, they just start helping someone without asking. Okay. So in my research at, um, in seminary, what I did was start, you know, as I mentioned, Divine Destiny Disability Ministry. And so what the, we would do workshops, would do workshops every year around okay. disability education um, to work collaboratively with the churches and organizations and individual, individuals to provide um, disability awareness and training and educations. And especially the pastors and church leaders uh, family members, as well as individuals with disabilities to encourage them to advocate for themselves. I was blessed to also be, um, because I, you know, go get or I started doing research. I had the opportunity to travel to California to visit with uh, Joni Erickson Tala. She is a published uh, author, artist, okay. but she's a quadriplegic. And oh wow. She okay. Became a quadriplegic as a teenager during a diving accident. Mm -hmm. okay. But she did not let that stop her. She learned how to paint, putting the paintbrush in her mouth to write. And she okay. has a beautiful uh, ministry. She travels all over providing uh, wheelchairs and educating 
uh, people on how churches, how to advocate for yourself and how churches can be um, inclusive. So I had the opportunity to go travel out to California. That was my first uh, trip traveling okay. <laughs> by myself to California, oh, <laughs> ridden a car. I mean, while I was in seminary, it was just amazing. The oh, people that so I met good. out there. And so that also helped me to start my ministry to do okay. the same type of education and information sharing in this area. So for the past um, probably six years, every year we would do some kind of workshop educational training in the community, very low charge or free of charge. Um, I've been asked to speak at churches where they have a disability awareness services. Some churches, churches do that. Um, so uh, and then I was asked by the uh, governor several years ago, I was appointed to the Virginia Board of People with Disabilities. And that gave me a great opportunity to help with uh, funding different programs throughout the state. And the last position I held with that organization was the chairperson. And that position ended last year. I kind of got off the board because of the pandemic, but um, we plan to start up the workshops again. Okay, awesome. So and my question is, what are some ways that the church and community can be more inclusive to those with disabilities? So, um, let's see, the, the local church, um, I can meet with the churches to do uh, consultations and trainings to make sure that they're accessible. Uh, one thing I found going to some churches, they don't have hand railings or they don't have wheelchair access for people to get into the church. So, um, accessibility is number one. Um, doing workshops to, um, and also if you have people in your church with disabilities, to meet with them to see what their needs are. It may be, you know, someone may be visually impaired need, they might need the bulletins to be larger, or they might have um, some hearing difficulties. So they may need some hearing devices to help them. Um, so those are just a few things that they could do. But also, you know, having someone come in and speak. There's a church down in Hampton, which I was uh, invited to speak in uh, several years ago. They had a disability awareness service, and it was amazing. The organist was um, vi visually impaired, and uh, they had worship dancers who, are you still here? Yes, I'm still here. Oh, okay. okay. It kind of got really quiet. I'm just listening. Oh, um, uh, the worship dancers. It was just amazing. They they were worshiping and praising. They couldn't hear, but there oh, was wow. um, somebody doing sign language of the music, and they were able. I mean, it was just phenomenal. Oh, that's and I awesome. thank God I yeah, had the opportunity. Also was invited to the White House under the Obama administration on two occasions okay you've for, been traveling <laughs> <laughs> yes, for uh uh two uh separate uh disability awareness uh recognition so um you know i've just been very involved with the disability community 
I mean, it's just just amazing. I was so inspired to see people with disabilities, all types of disabilities, sure, who are educated, who go into school, um, who receive their degrees, who work in DC with okay. high level positions. You know, just they're living still their thriving lives. and living their lives just normal, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Normal, so. Now, how can, so we talk about how the church and community, um, and I know community is family sometimes too, but your family gets to experience you on a more intimate level. How can families um, be more inclusive to their own family members that have disabilities? Right. I I talk to people all the time, you know, just in the street and even as a mental health therapist, um, not putting limitations on your family members. Uh, So many spouses, um, you know, don't want their loved one to drive or, and they may not be able to drive, but, you know, they, they kind of shelter them after um, they have a, you know, a life-threatening incident instead of, you know, kind of pushing them to encouraging them to do more, to do more. So I would say, Definitely advocate for your loved ones. Help them to advocate for themselves. You know, even when I was graduating from Virginia Union, um, I said, you know, we were walking across a long field. And at that particular time, my walking wasn't that good. But since then, it has gotten so much better. I thank God, because I could go on cruises and walk the whole boat and everything but at that time you know I didn't feel confident to walk across the whole field so I told her that I would like to stand at a certain point where I felt comfortable walking and with you know with my group and classmates and then walk to our seats and then even when we walked up to get our diploma you know I had to let them know that I you know I'm not going to be able to do a sprint up there they're gonna have to take their time. So just advocating for yourself for what your needs are so that uh, wherever you're at in school, on the job, they can be accommodating uh, to you as you're, you know, living your life. Okay, definitely. So and how does your organization kind of help people learn to speak up and advocate for themselves? So um, our workshops definitely provide the um, education okay. and training to pastors and church leaders to assist them in understanding disability culture and how to include people with disabilities and their families. Uh, we help to guide the church to become more accessible, promote awareness, educating and training for the congregation, and giving guidance in providing the best support for full intentional they have to be intentional about inclusion of individuals and families affected by disabilities um i've heard so many horror stories as i was doing my research about families with children with autism even trying to go to church and you know the children may be making uncontrollable noise and parents being asked to leave Mm-hmm. the church oh, no. you know yes yes people are being hurt and wounded in the church oh, man. because of their child instead of being accommodating how right, can we right. work with this family to include them to come to church because they really need that, that community support. 
Right. Community. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Wow. So what advice would you give to an aspiring writer or author who may have struggled, you know, with some disabilities, um, want, they want to write a book just like you did, what would you, what advice would you give them? I would tell them to um, follow your passion and follow your dream. There are several organizations that I know that I'm a part of, uh, writers, there's an organization on Facebook, Writers with Disabilities, um, Stroke Warriors, you know, there's different organizations out there to help you and that will help you be inspired to just sit down uh, and write your book. Either, you know, you write it yourself or if you need to have it verbally um, dictated and someone transcribe it, you know, whatever, whatever accommodation that you feel that you need to accomplish your particular goal um, that resource is out there. I know when I first, after I first had this stroke and I, uh, you know, was working at this church and I went back to work and, you know, as the director of outreach and urban ministry, and I had proposals to write and all kinds of stuff to do okay. that involved writing. And I didn't know what I was going to do. And God let it on my mind to get some dictation software. Okay. And so that's what I did to help me in the beginning until I was felt com- more confident in typing myself. But there is all kind of software and accessibility accommodations that can help you write your book. So don't let anything stop you. It, it took me a while to get this book written. I, I had written, an, was a, um, a writer in another book while I was in seminary that's called Faith is Health. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, It's called Faith and Health. It's a devotional Bible study series on health, and it was edited by our uh, instructor at Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, uh, Dr. Ronald Peters. And so, the chapter that I co-wrote is on is um, talks about. Uh, smoking and let me see if I can find it. who wants to live in a smoky house by uh, Sharon Washington and myself so that's another book that I had um, the art the honor of uh, being published in while I was nice. in seminary but um, definitely you know follow your dreams just take the time and I'm always available to encouragement okay awesome so definitely make sure that we share your information about your ministry so are there any upcoming projects that you would like listeners to know about um well the one thing we're going to do um is the book launch and that's coming up and i'm hoping to do some book tours um we didn't do our disability awareness workshop last year or this year because of the pandemic okay we're believing that next year we're going to be able to do a workshop, but um, on our web page, uh, harrisgainer.com, and our Facebook page, Divine Destiny Disability Ministry, um, we always list 
just a lot of information that's going on in the disability community, um, grants available, services that are available. And that's where we always list our uh, activities and events. Okay. And that's on your website, you said? Um, so on the Facebook page, Divine Destiny Disability Ministry. Okay. And uh, parascanner.com. Okay. But, All right. Well, Dr. Gaynor definitely has been um, not just inspirational, but also informative, the conversation that we're having. We definitely want to make sure that we are inclusive of everyone um, and that we just build that community for everybody to feel like they have that place that they can decide if they need our help or not. I know sometimes, you know, you just don't know. my dad, he lost his eyesight. And I definitely know for him, he just wants to maintain a sense of that independence. So I definitely Mm -hmm. do understand. So did you have any final thoughts or words of encouragement that you want to leave us with tonight? Um, I would just say that um, don't let any don't let your disability determine your future outcome. Um, Don't let it stop you from being who you are, um, that you are, you know, you're loved and you're special and that God has great things for you. And in spite of the disability, people need to see, to see you. They need to see us out out there so they can be encouraged as well so um just be encouraged do what you feel comfortable doing and get whatever assistance you need to do all that you want to do be all that you can be Awesome. Definitely. Well, I appreciate you joining us tonight on our Grace for Purpose podcast. And we're definitely looking forward to your upcoming book that will be coming out. Listeners, make sure that you go and you connect with Dr. Gaynor and her ministry on social media. Be sure to check out her website and see how you can get involved and help and learn some more Um, Make sure that you go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and also be sure to turn your notifications on and leave us a review of this episode. Thank you. Take care. Thank you.